Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Tony's Top Tips. So today's tip, which I want to discuss with you, is why vendors have chose to sell to me for a lower price than what they've already been offered. Now, you might be asking yourself, why would they do that? So I'm going to tell you why. So bear with us. So one of the main things when I'm going to buy a property is, I think the most important thing in property is relationships. So you need to look to establish a relationship with the person who you're buying a house from. So I'll go back to the beginning as to where this relationship building starts. So you find a property, you look at it on Rightmove, you look at it on Zoopla, and agents called you, you're in an auction catalog, whatever it may be. The first thing that you need to do when you speak with the agent to book the viewing in is you need to do some fact-finding. Now, what I mean by fact-finding is you need to be asking the agent, what is the vendor's motivation for selling? So why are they actually selling? Where are they moving to? Have they actually found anywhere to move to? One of the important things also to ask is, what time scale are they working to to get moved? Because if you're aware of where they're moving or why they're moving in the time scale which they want to move, well, I'm sure we can create a scenario that's a win-win for all parties, providing the price can be negotiated. And remember, for everybody, price isn't just the most important aspect of selling a house. They worry about where they're going to go when they sell the house. They're worrying about whether their house that they're going to move into is going to be ready. So being flexible, not just with the timescale to complete the property, but also with the price that you're paying is going to help that vendor. Trust us, because I know a lot of vendors who've compromised on price because the other buyer has been prepared to wait that additional month, two months, three months, whatever it may be. So point one, When you're on the call to the agent, do as much digging as possible. Write this all down because if you're viewing as many properties as me, they all merge into one and you kind of forget what you're viewing or who you're meeting or what have you. If you book that viewing in and they say that it's going to be the agent who do the viewing, stop right there. Ask if it's possible to meet the owner. If you have to, bullshit them. Tell them you would prefer to meet the owner because you have a number of specific questions relating to the area or that property. The agent will thank you probably for asking the vendor to do the viewing because it's going to save them doing it and save them money and time. But also you get to meet the vendor and that's the most important thing. So you've done some fact finding. You've now visited the property. So you're meeting the vendor because you've specifically asked for that. Now what you're looking to do is you're looking to establish some sort of relationship, you're looking to build trust and you're looking to build some rapport with that vendor. Now, the way that I do this is when I first walk in, I always introduce myself. Hello, my name's Tony. Nice to meet you. Just wanted to ask you a couple of quick questions and ask them the same questions that you ask the agent. Remember, estate agents by their nature are liars. Do not believe a word they say unless you hear it come out the vendor's mouth. So, Although I've told you to ask the agent, this side of it is just to cement what we think we already know. Because like I say, agents have motivation is to sell the house. They don't care about the vendor really in nine times out of ten. 
My agency's different, by the way. So we've found out from the agent what the score is in terms of where they're moving. We've now met the vendor. We've introduced ourselves. We've done the same fact-finding questions with that vendor. Now what we're going to do is we're going to look to find some sort of common ground. So if that vendor comes along with their daughter and you have a daughter, please compliment them on their daughter. Find a similarity. Discuss it. You need to find somebody, something to, to let that vendor know you're on the same level as them. You know, if you go in there and say, oh, I'm a property investor, I want to buy your house and sell it on to make money, I guarantee you 10 times out of 10, they're going to tell you where to go. Well, if you go in there, you explain you're in a similar position yourself as to what they are or they were maybe before they bought that house, you're going to find you have to get on much better and your chances of success with a lower offer are going to be much, much higher. So find some sort of way to build rapport, whether that's them bringing their daughter along, whether that's complimenting the decor of the house, or whether that's finding a bit more about the person. Now, one of the ways that I do that is I look for clues as I'm walking around the house. Um, things like bookcases, family photos. You'll always find you know, photos of them standing in front of Magic Kingdom in Florida. It could be similar books that you've read. And just spark up a conversation. You want to be trying to speak about anything but the house at this stage. And this is about the vendor getting to know you, you getting to know the vendor, and finding a level of familiarity. So that's the key to this. So when you're speaking to them once you've went round, so I would say at the end, look, so, you know, I understand the property's under 100,000. I know that you're looking to move to a bigger house. Do you mind us asking, have you found that house? Is the sale agreed with that house? And have, has that person then agreed the onward chain? So you want to be asking, what sort of time scale are you looking to work to? Is time or money the most important factor to you, Mr. or Mrs. Vendor? You know, if I offer you £90,000, but I'm prepared to wait six months for you to move, would that be acceptable? Or do you want the £100,000 to wait six months? You know, maybe don't talk money, but just trying to find out whether the time is the most important thing to them or whether they have time constraints. If vendors are very coy and they don't really give much away, your alarm bells might start ringing. It might start to suggest to you that this person's going to be repossessed. You'll also see clues as you're walking around if there's no furniture. That means that that vendor's particularly motivated. But the reason that we've managed to get vendors to sell to us for a lower price is because we've created a win-win. They've agreed to accept our lower offer. Now, you know, in some instances, that's been as much as five to 10,000. was because we created the win-win. Now, we maybe agreed to wait longer to complete or do an exchange and complete down the line. Um, in other instances, we've actually offered the vendor a rental property through our agency that the other buyer couldn't offer. So work to your strengths. Work to what the vendor wants. Don't think about you and what you want. Try to create a scenario where the vendor wins and you lose. Because you're not really going to lose. You create a win-win. But you're letting that vendor maybe think they've got one over on you or that they got the better end of the deal. Now, what you should also do is, and I know a lot of people are people of honor, you know, you can have a lot of gentlemen and ladies in this world, shake hands and try to agree a deal when you're in the property. The chances of that vendor backing out, selling to you if you've shook hands, is very, very small because people don't like to renege on a deal. So 
like I say, fact-finding your initial viewing, do further fact-finding on the viewing, create a scenario where the vendor wins, and I'm sure you will win as a result of that, and try to shake hands at the end. If you can do all those things, I'm sure you'll be very successful. And like I say, you'll have a lot more success if it doesn't work for you the first time. That no means you're one step closer to a yes. So thank you for listening today. And if you have any further questions, or you would like me to clarify anything I've discussed in today's episode, then please reach out. You know where to find me. Have a great day, guys. Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories, and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares.